We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And now we'll go live to Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown on WBEN. Full day for the Buffalo Fire Department and the City of Buffalo. One of our Buffalo firefighters lost his life bravely battling a fire at 745 Main Street today. Uh, we are not going to release his name at this time. Uh, the family is notifying other family members of this loss. Uh, the fire commissioner and his uh, staff, uh, the, public, uh, the permits and inspections commissioner and her staff have been able to inspect uh, this building and have ordered emergence, an emergency demolition of 745 Main Street uh, because the structure is very unstable. Uh, that demolition will be conducted very quickly uh, to make sure that we are protecting uh, the safety of the public. Uh, at this time, I have ordered flags on city-owned buildings to be lowered to half staff uh, in honor and memory of our firefighter, our fallen firefighter. Uh, you will uh, see that uh, the flags at Niagara Square and other city buildings have been lowered or will be lowered uh, um, momentarily. Uh, now I'm going to turn things over to Commissioner Ronaldo uh, to give you more specific detail. Thank you, Mayor. Thank you, Commissioner. Thank you, Thank you Mayor. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. As the Mayor said, a very uh, a sad day, very tragic day for the uh, Buffalo Fire Department family. Uh, we did have a firefighter who paid the uh, ultimate sacrifice uh, today, bravely fighting that, uh, that fire at 6, 745 Main Street. So, and he joins a long line of firefighters. Who, uh, who also paid the ultimate sacrifice uh, over the years in service to the community. So once again, a very, very sad day, very tragic day. And I uh, want to thank the mayor for all his support, all the other city departments, and uh, every, all the other well-wishers who have uh, expressed uh, condolences today. I have met with the family uh, briefly. 
uh, at the scene. And if I do plan on uh, following up with them actually this evening with, uh, with the mayor, we're going to visit with the family and offer our condolences and uh, make sure we meet all of their needs going forward. So that's all I have right now, uh, pending any questions. Uh, f finally, before that, I just want to uh, thank all of the responding agencies, certainly. Many members of the Buffalo Fire Department were on scene for this four-alarm fire. Uh, many members of the Buffalo Police Department were there uh, providing different support and assistance, the Department of Permits and Inspection uh, Services, county agencies provided support. Uh, the Rochester Fire Department uh, was on standby to provide support, and we received uh, support from the state of New York, state agencies on scene as well. Uh, yes, I give you as much background as we have right now. Obviously, it's an ongoing investigation, but there were reports of workers uh, working on the exterior of the building uh, with some torches, uh, working on some mortar and some brick, and we think that may have been the cause because the origin of the fire did seem uh, uh, to be that area of the building. Uh, looks like it's a possibility that the fire was smoldering for some time inside the building before anyone was made aware. And that explosion that you're, uh, a lot of people that are alluding to or saw and saw some video of may have actually been a backdraft uh, versus an explosion. So a backdraft, for those of you who don't know, it's uh, uh, if a fire is smoldering for uh, uh, a certain amount of time and uh, oxygen is introduced uh, abruptly, uh, it's sucked, basically sucked into the building and then blown back. And so the fireball that a lot of you have seen in, in the video was most likely a backdraft. Thank you. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we don't know uh, exactly how he passed. Uh, we do know he was in that immediate collapse zone. Uh, there was a mayday called, uh, and the rest of the fire, the rest of our firefighters, the rescue personnel that were on scene, had to evacuate the building immediately. And unfortunately, they weren't able to retrieve him uh, at the time. So we don't really know. I mean, that's the extent of our knowledge at this time. He was in the collapse area. Yes. Yes, the, uh, <clears throat> the situation deteriorated uh, very rapidly, so that's why firefighters were actually inside the building, and he was probably about uh, 30 or 40 feet in uh, on, the main, on the main floor when the mayday was called, and uh, as I said, direct, the rest of the uh, firefighters on the scene were, were able to safely evacuate, and unfortunately, he was not able to. No, there were no other, no other injuries were reported. When will demolition begin? Uh, actually, the crews, uh, they may start as early as this evening. You know, situation uh, dependent. You know, if, the, if it gets dark pretty soon, they may wait till morning. But uh, the building is very unstable, so they may actually start 
the process this evening. Was the Buffalo Fire Advocacy monitoring air quality? I, I only asked the Buffalo schools about it when you saying they turned on filters, made sure the buildings were secure from an outside air standpoint. Were there concerns about air quality because of what was burning or anything like that? Uh, hazmat, our hazmat company were on the scene along with a number of other agencies as uh, Mayor Lutu, state, city, and uh, uh, county uh, operations. But uh, as far as air monitoring, uh, I don't believe that anything was being done at the scene at that time. Was no, no concerns regarding air quality in public in, in No, I mean, it was, it was a large fire, obviously, but uh, I would say there was no concern. There was no concern at this time, no public health concern. So if they were working with torches on the outside, you're saying the brick and mortar, was it 2, 7.45, and who ordered this work to be done? Uh, not sure who the contractor was. Uh, we're still looking to... Uh, determine who whose contractors were and they were working with torches on the brick and mortar and we're thinking that uh, he transferred either through holes in the mortar or openings in the mortar there was a, a, a considerable uh, uh, load of fuel inside the building uh, and that we believe that's what fueled the fire and that's why the fire took off as, as quickly as it did so we do believe that the fire from the torches transferred uh, through that wall somehow whether it's opening in the mortars or whatever and uh, to the fuel that was on the opposite side of that wall why was there fuel inside the building? Well, when I say fuel, I mean paper products, things like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Any so incendiary. So just correct. Something. Yes. Any issues with apparatus? Anything break down? Any issues on scene from an apparatus? Uh, we had uh, layer two, which was pretty much right in front of the building, uh, overheated, and our mechanics were on the scene, and they took care of that right away. Uh, and I'm not surprised. I mean, there, there are still some uh, areas of the building there, uh, but we do have uh, 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 we do have construction or uh, we do have uh, contractors on the scene, and they've already started to uh, take part take apart part of the building, and starting from the rear of the building, working their way forward. So it's n it's not a surprise that there's still some areas that are on fire. To to the Charlie's. Well, you know, that's a great question. Obviously, and we talk about this every time we have a, a situation, and maybe not as serious as this, but, you know, some of the other incidents that we've had uh, previously. So, yeah, I believe I passed you because I just came from there about half an hour ago. So I sat down with the crew, the members of the crew that were present, and there were other uh, members of the injured two on the other platoons uh, coming in, uh, past captain, he was there, and some other, and some uh, local 282 uh, representatives as well. So, uh, yeah, we have a lot of people already on the scene. Uh, we have our city EAP, the uh, local 282 has their uh, EAP as well. Uh, we have another organization called Best Health, Best Self that we're calling in uh, to assist us as well. And we have our sure. department chaplains, Father Sile. Uh, he's, he's on the scene right now. He's comforting the family. He's working with our firefighters as well. So all of our firefighters uh, are being monitored as we, as we speak. But uh, more specifically, the crews that were uh, more involved at the scene, Rescue One, uh, Injured Two, it was, uh, you know, obviously the crew of India 2, Rescue 1, who actually uh, recovered the, uh, the firefighter's remains, who were in close contact with that firefighter. So they're being looked at very closely. And a lot of these firefighters are being put off duty right now. So they're out of service and bringing in a lot of firefighters on, on overtime to backfill them.
Oh yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, resiliency is a really understatement at this point. I mean, uh, everyone, everyone swore an oath. They they raised their hand to uh, to serve the public, right, or serve this community, uh, to preserve their uh, their property and lives of our citizens of Buffalo. So yeah, it's been a very tough uh, 2022 and a very bad start to 2023, obviously. And yes, uh, it it does have an effect. But as I said, we're monitoring uh, the force and we're getting everyone the help that they need. You know, if, if we, we could, uh, we have Father Paul Seil here. Uh, Father Seil is our uh, fire chaplain. Uh, he provided prayers at, at the scene. Yes. Uh, and uh, spoke to many members of our fire department. I did. Can you just talk a little bit about that, Father? Certainly, Mayor. Yes, it's uh, obviously a devastating time. This is a young man to me at age 67. He's like a kid. Uh, we and members of the fire department and the union went to his wife to inform him and it's a and very... We, we're not disclosing the name. I understand. I understand. Yeah. But we, we did see the family. The family came to the site of uh, where he was removed from the building and we said a prayer there, a brief prayer. Uh, it's a time really, and many chaplains have come over from, from all over western New York, the county, the police department chaplains, uh, Father John Gaglione from the county services and, and many others as well as our bishop came today to try to offer some support and comfort to those. But it's an overwhelming thing that, you know, we're human beings, we're, we're just, uh, we break, we cry, we, we have different, you know, we have different emotions obviously. And this isn't something that we get over quickly. We remember these things and it's just the very opening of this rawest of wounds. And so now we try to heal by just supporting one another and showing that we love one another and the embraces, the tears, and everything for his immediate family and then for the family of the Buffalo Fire Department. Uh, Thank you. Father. Yes. Yes. What was going on there and, and the support you, you offered during that? I mean, it, it... The support you offer is mostly more than anything else just being present. There's nothing you could say. I represent the church or a religious community, but I also represent a lot of other people who just want to have someone there to be with them to, to show that we care as a community as a church community, religious community, but also as the city of good neighbors and as a community you know, that lives here and, and works here and, and has firefighters who risk and first responders who risk their lives every day. It's a very kind of tense, but it's just you do what is natural and that to, naturally it is to listen, to embrace, and maybe to say a brief prayer if it's appropriate. All right, before Father offers a final prayer, any final questions? Uh, the Nate had a question. No, there were, there were no issues. Commissioner, I'm sorry. Can you reiterate what crews were doing outside that building? What was happening at the time? They were working on it. Was it a restoration or what was it? Uh, more, more of a renovation uh, from what I understand. So they were working with torch, torches. There was a large propane tank in the close pres, proximity as well, uh, heating up the bricks and the mortar to do whatever work they were preparing to do. So that's the extent of what, uh, what I know about that operation. I understand there was a contractor involved or a subcontractor, so I would assume there's a permit uh, 
that was filed, but uh, that's part of our ongoing investigation. Permits would be required. Yeah. Were there people inside? To my knowledge, there were no, uh, there were no individuals inside. There were no civilians inside, to my knowledge, just the workers on the outside of the building. Lord God, here we stand again at a moment of crisis and pain, but we know that it is you who sustains us, who gives us the strength to walk in faith and hope and love. Let us lift up our eyes in hope to see a new and brighter day. We ask you to comfort those who mourn and have lost our brother firefighter. We ask you to comfort his immediate family, his friends, and to comfort all of us in this city of good neighbors that we may walk in the light of faith and that we may always truly show our love for you and for one another, gracious God, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen, and may his soul rest in peace. Amen. 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 Thank, you. Thank you all. And that was a press conference from downtown Buffalo. We heard from Mayor Byron Brown. We heard from the fire commissioner, and we heard from Father Paul uh, Sile as well. And... Uh, it's difficult to not listen to that. It's difficult to to not just another. You know, my wife was texting me during the uh, press conference. Just another emo. I'll take the words from my wife. In another emotional, draining day in Western New York. I mean, it's just another sad day. You know, um, it, it's it's absolutely heartbreaking. And uh, this firefighter. Three years older than me, you know, uh, family and everything, and um, you know, went to work, went to work to um, provide for his family, went to work to to you know, do what he does, and um, unfortunately, uh, passed away while uh, fighting the fire on Main Street in downtown Buffalo. Just, uh, I, I hate to keep repeating myself, and I know people are are, are sick of uh, of me repeating myself today, but it is just. It's another one of those days. It's just, you know, Western New York. We have been we have been hit with everything over the last year. I really hate to be so negative about it, but we have been hit with everything over this last year. And um, this is another day where you know it's like, eh, can Buffalo catch a break? And um, I, I just. As I keep saying, my thoughts and prayers with um, the firefighter's family and with his coworkers, you know, with his firefighter brothers who have to keep on working, have to keep on uh, cleaning up that scene and, and making sure everything's out. And uh, we'll see how this uh, how this breaks down downtown as the building is unstable. You heard demolition could begin tonight. And uh, obviously, we will keep you updated on all of that here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Just another emotional day, and I, I apologize to the listeners out there. I, I, I do. I'm, I, I let the news get the best of me, and it, it's like I said, it, it's, it's emotional. I, I mean, you just you, you think of. And I know I've said this several times now, but you think of going to work, right? I mean, most of us go to a job where, you know, a certain time comes on the clock, I go home. Right. I go home and that's my day. And um, we have men and women out there that, uh, you know, every day they they uh, go out to work and, you know, it's possible they don't come home. And uh, sadly, we are reminded of that 
this uh, this afternoon as a Buffalo firefighter has passed away while fighting the fire on Main Street in downtown Buffalo. 803-0930, star 930 is the number to get on. You know, I've been asking for your shout-outs to heroes, uh, but I'll just give... If you just want to call in and comment on what you're thinking right now, you know, what are the emotions you are going through? You know, you heard Father Paul talk about uh, speaking with the families and um, he answered a few questions to the media. And uh, anytime, you know, talking about praying with the families uh, of their lost loved one. I, I don't know. For me, it just it always gets to me. And, um, you know, hearing that the flags will be at half staff on uh, city buildings. Um, we heard that from the mayor as well. So, yeah, I'm asking for your calls on heroes, but just your, your calls on your emotions and, and calls on, you know, what's going through your mind? We, we've just had some we've had some real tragedies thrown at us here in Western New York over the last year. What are your thoughts on this? And, you know, do you, you struggle to find the positive? Um, do, do you always look for a positive? And um, talk about, uh, for, my wife said it perfectly. I'm going to use her words. It's just emotionally draining. And I find this to be another day where it's emotionally draining. You know, we started following this fire at 10 o'clock. Um, we got the news of the unaccounted for firefighter, right? And, and following that and obviously praying hard for a miracle and, and hoping for the best. And uh, then our worst fears were confirmed. And, you know, we, we, we lost uh, we lost a firefighter today. Yeah, just a, a, another heartbreaking day. Uh, another, I, I think of, I said it to Tim Wanger before the show, you know, just another day coming in here and having to report to you guys and uh, just some, awful news. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's tragic. And believe me, I feel the worst right now for the firefighter and his family. Obviously, our prayers, our thoughts, and, you know, if there are people you know, if they're, you know, just make sure you're there for them when they need you. It's, it's obviously a very challenging time for them. So 803-0930, star 930, would really like to know your thoughts on just overcoming um, you know, tragedies like this and heartbreak like this and, and you know, trying to trying to stay positive. I'd really like some some insight on that if you have it. 803-0930, star 930. It is Beamer in for Bowerly. And we are back after the news with Tom Puckett. He'll be talking with Brayton Wilson. You'll also get into the traffic update from Alan Harris on WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. Beamer in for Bella Bowerly. Sorry, here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Talking with you, 8030930, star 930, if you'd like to get on. It's also the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Another emotionally draining day here in Western New York. Uh, we had a four alarm fire this morning, and we, uh, we lost a firefighter, 37 years old, and um, flags are. Uh, Flying at half staff around Western New York and asking you at 803-0930, star 930, a few questions. I, I want to kind of get into a few things here. Number one, how to stay positive. You know, we've had a lot of stuff thrown at us. How do you stay positive uh, at a time like this? Um, just more devastating news, you know. Uh, you, you hear the mayor talk, the fire commissioner talk, you hear Father Paul talk, and um just a, another sad, heartbreaking day. Um, and, and something else I want to get into, and this is something that uh, Bellavia uh, touched on during his show today, and, and that is, you know, you you go to work every day, right? And, and we've all had days where we get home and go, oh, work was tough today. Oh, it was a tough day, right? Or yeah, something minor happens. And, and we, we've all been guilty of taking something that is so little, such a minor thing, and just taking it completely out of proportion, correct? Um, and I, I really think, again, I've, I've used the the term put this in perspective a few times over the last few hours, um, but I really think this kind of puts that in perspective, right? You know, ah, uh, you backed into you backed into a pole leaving a leaving a grocery store. Not the time, oh my gosh, what a crappy day. But really is it? I mean, I, I think we really need to be more thankful, right, for what we have in life. Thankful and not always anytime something inconvenient happens, something minor happens, we let it ruin our day. I mean, d does this not kind of give that perspective to you? Yeah, you know what? Maybe, uh, maybe I overreacted. Maybe I overreacted to something very minor. You know, a, a day like today really helps you to say, why did that ruin my day, right? You packed the wrong thing for lunch. Your plans for dinner uh, got ruined. You had something in the fridge and it spoiled and you were planning to eat it that night. You have less money than you wish you had. We let these things ruin our day, ruin our week. 
believe me, I'm I'm guilty of it. Right? Ah, it's it's midnight. I haven't gone to sleep yet. Ah, I slept through my alarm. I'm a few minutes late to work. We let these things completely ruin our day and, and change our mood. Does a day like today not put it in perspective that maybe we should be uh, uh, harping on, dwelling on the things we should be positive about, the things we should be happy about in life? You know, there's a family that will not see their loved one again. And there was, you know, this was no, this was an ordinary start to the day for the, for the family. Everyone went to work. Unfortunately, this firefighter isn't going to come home. They're not going to see him again. You know, that is an awful day. That is a life-changing day. Maybe the fact that you have $20 less than you thought isn't that big of a deal. Maybe the fact that a coworker was getting on your nerves today, you know, isn't that big of a deal. Again, things I've, I've complained about, especially working with Josh. But, you know, it, it, it really puts it in perspective that that tough day you thought you had isn't really that tough. There are people that are truly struggling every day. You know, that speaking ticket you got and that you, you, you couldn't stop talking about. Yeah, maybe you need to slow it down. But did you really need to? Yeah, guess what? That's 200 less dollars you're going to have. But at least you have your health. At least you have, you know, things that people would be very thankful to have. And I really think a day like today, yes, it's emotional. It's, drain, it's emotionally draining. It's sad. It's heartbreaking. It's tragic. Believe me, you can probably hear it in my voice. But I think it's a good time for us to look in the mirror. And on a day like today, think, you know what? The things that brought me down this week, the things that brought me down this month, they're not that bad. They're not that bad compared to what happened today. You know, you look back at the blizzard, 50 people lost their life. But you had people complaining about very minor things during the blizzard, you know? Ah, I wish I would have gotten this at the grocery store instead of that. Oh, I wish I could get out and see my family. Yeah, those are minor things compared to people who didn't get home during the blizzard. And I just think we should use this as an opportunity to maybe look at ourselves and look what we think is this awful day and this awful event. And then we look at something that's truly an awful day and truly an awful event. Maybe it makes, makes us realize, you know what? That thing that literally ruined an entire week for me was nothing. Because I just saw a young man lose his life today. I don't know. It was something I was thinking of during the break, and um, I thought I would share that perspective with you. 803-0930, star 930, if you'd like to call in and uh, just tell me how to stay positive. Tell me what's going through your mind on a day like today. Also, we haven't asked for this yet, and uh, it's something that David at one point did. Um, but if you were downtown this morning, if you were working downtown uh, and, and saw the view from your office, from your window, 
I'd really like to know that perspective as well. And, you know, what were your initial thoughts? And, you know, how thick was that smoke from where you were? And, you know, how much of downtown did it take over? We're seeing these videos now. And these these drone images of this smoke just billowing out of this building uh, as firefighters are throwing water on it. It, it, it's truly, it really just shows the impact of this fire. And, you know, I'm looking at a picture now of when this thing was first reported, when, when, when crews were first um, reporting to the scene. And you compare it now to this picture of this gutted out building that's barely standing. And it really shows you how this fire just ripped through this property and what seems to be in very little time. This fire just ripped through the building. Um, and some of these pictures that this drone captured are just, I don't want to use the word remarkable because it's a tragic event. Um, you know, it's, it's a fatal fire. This is a deadly fire. When you hear the term deadly fire, that's what this is. 803 star 930. What's going through your mind today? Now, I, I'd really like to just get, you, you've heard me uh, babble on for the last three and a half hours or two and a half hours, I'd like to know what's going on with you and what's going through your mind today. And we're going to go out to Lackawanna, where Angie is. Hey, Angie, thanks for calling in. Hi. Hi, Joe. What's uh, what's um, going through your mind this afternoon? Well, I'm um, I'm the mother of a, of a line-of-duty death firefighter. My son was Jonathan Kloom, who died on August 24, 2009. And... These events today have obviously brought back a lot of, lot of wounds that were otherwise somewhat healing. And I can certainly share the perspective of the fact that this is the most horrible day for this family. I can pretty much tell you where they are right now, what they're feeling, what they're seeing. And it's awful. It really is. Angie, I, 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 I appreciate you calling in. I know it's not easy, as you said, you know, to hear the news. It brings back your painful memories. Uh, put us in that perspective of the family getting the news. I, I mean, you know, from the initial news of they're missing to the news of them passing away. Uh, what is this family experiencing right now? Well, for me, when it happened on, on that awful day was Monday. On August 24th, I had I wasn't in, in town at the time, and, and the phone calls that I was getting because confirmation hadn't been made was that my son was missing. So the word missing is very familiar with the word um, unaccounted for. And um, so it wasn't until I got back into the Buffalo airport that I actually got the news that they had found his body and he was gone. So from there, I was taken directly to ECMC where a mandatory um, autopsy was done. And that's pretty much where I got to see him. Angie, as the mother of a firefighter, I mean, you, you know that's always a possibility. You know, tell us about your son and, you know, the fact that he would just show up to a fire and be able to run right in the fire. Uh, was being a firefighter always a, a dream of his? No, no, it wasn't. Um, he just, um, he was literally, he was going to Buff State at the time um, to be a social worker, and um, he was going to college, and 
I remember when, when this opportunity arose in the city of Buffalo that he decided to just take the test. And um, so it wasn't an aspiration that I remember him having as a young man. It was just something that was an opportunity, and he took it, and he grew to love it. So my son was in the Buffalo Fire Department for about 10 years. So on the day that he went in to work, as you were saying, you know, that most of us go to work, and it's a regular day, and things can irritate us. Um, Well, this particular day, my son was not even scheduled to work. He was called in for an overtime shift. Um, So I didn't even know he was working because he was supposed to be off. Um, in being a family member, I think most of the time we as family members of firefighters or police, we do not grasp within our mind every day. Because I remember commenting when they asked me that question years ago, um, I couldn't think about what he was doing when he was going in, or I probably would never have let him go. So we we kind of like push those things out of our mind, the dangerous part and everything else, because statistically, the fire department really has a good record. You know, you don't have these fatalities very often, and thank God for that. But when they happen, it is horrible. It's never a good time. Uh, A lot of times it is young men um, with young families, and, and they leave, you know, devastated family members behind. And Angie, people, you know, they talk about uh, the family's mourning, but I have to imagine as the mother of someone who was young my age, I mean, I'm sure that's something that lives with you every day. Yeah, it does. And And, Yeah, today in particular when I heard it was, you know, it was even more so a day where I had to go and spend some time with him to tell him, guess what, you know. There's another family that's going through the same thing we did. Well, Angie, I, I know it's it's got to be a, a tough day for you, and I really appreciate you calling in. And um, you know, y- y- your son died a hero. I'm, I'm sure you've been told that a million times. But thank you so much for the call and the perspective. Thank you, and I, I just want to encourage the community. If I can say one more thing, to always, always, please keep in mind these firefighters and those that are going in that are risking their lives every day because by far they're not rich. It's not a job that they do because they're making tons of money or it's affluent. It's just a job that they love and they do it from the heart. And sometimes um, they have to sacrifice. So please, please keep them in their prayers and keep everyone um, in their prayers and, and close, as you said, you know, because life is very, very short and there's never a good time, you know, uh, 34 or 37 years old, you just haven't, you haven't done living. You haven't gotten done living. So thank you very much for letting me um, speak my piece. Hey, Angie, thank you for the call and thank you for your son's service. Uh, Angie, the mother of Jonathan Kroom, if you forget that story, it was in 2009. Uh, Jonathan Kroom was uh, showing up to a Monday morning fire. Uh, He and Lieutenant Charles Chip McCarthy, who was 45, uh, passed away in that fire. Um, and I'm sure, as you heard from Angie, uh, a day like today just brings back those uh, painful memories of that morning. Um, it's it's got to be tough. It's the, the you know, it, as I said earlier, I'm sure it's the, it's the news that it's a fear you always have, right? It's a fear you always have in the back of your mind uh, when you have a loved one in this field. Um, but it, it's a fear that you never, I'm sure it's, 
you obviously never want to get that call, and it's when you get it, it's the most devastating news. 803-0930, star 930 is the number to get on. Let's get back to the phone calls. Mark in Buffalo. Mark, thanks for hanging on. Hey, thank you. Mark, you are a uh, volunteer firefighter. Take us into uh, the scene when you get to a fire. Well, excuse my emotion, but this is a sad day. No matter if you're a volunteer or your career, we're all one brotherhood. This is every firefighter in their in their families in the station houses. This is the worst nightmare. This individual is not going to come back to that station. He's not going to put his shoes on in his locker. He's lost. Firefighting is the inherently the most dangerous job in the world. Why? Because no fire is the same. No incident is the same. No matter how much you train, how much you prepare mentally and physically, when you go to a fire, you don't know what's going to happen. Don't ever let anybody say that there's an ordinary fire, because there's not. In today's world, fires burn faster and hotter. So when you said earlier about how fast that fire evolved and how fast it got through the stages of incipient to fully involved to, you know, a full, complete structure fire, That's because of the materials that are burning nowadays. Materials nowadays are filled with uh, poly, rubber, synthetics. Unlike 40, 50, 60 years ago, where it was more cloth and cotton and wool and heavy timber, where things burned longer and it took longer for things to evolve. Nowadays, every house, every business, every commercial fire structure fire it scares firefighters because of how fast and how bad things can go wrong so mark when you say the stuff that's burning so are you talking about materials used to build or stuff that's in the property i don't know the structure of that building today i'm sure i'll read about it because i am interested in knowing it looked like an older structure but i'm talking about the household materials yeah your couches, your, you know, your furniture, you know, uh, your carpets, your vinyl flooring, right? All the, all them things have changed so much between 40, 50 years ago to, to, to today. Fires burn faster and hotter. And unfortunately, it creates a, a very fast, dangerous situation for volunteer and career firefighters. Hey, Mark, appreciate the call and uh, thank you for your service. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. And I, my heart goes out to the Buffalo Fire Department and all the families. For sure. Thank you. For sure. Mark, thank you so much. Mark in Buffalo opens the line for you. 803-0930, star 930. Just asking what's on your mind. And um, uh, my thanks to Angie and to Mark. Uh, not easy calls to make. I, 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 like I said, with Angie, uh, it brings back uh, that painful day for her. 
Um, and Mark, a firefighter, I'm sure all firefighters, this is, you know, as he said, your worst nightmare. You know, one of your one of your brothers not coming back. And um, uh, I appreciate them calling in and, and giving their perspective. Would like to hear from you, 803-0930, star 930. You know, just what are you feeling today? And also, um, as I, something I talked about coming out of the news, of the bottom of the hour news, you know, we, we, we dwell on such minor things in our own life. And then something like today happens. And it really just puts in perspective, you know, how minor the bickering about an extra 20 bucks is. You know what I mean? Um, so that perspective as well. 803-0930, star 930. It's Beamer in for Bowerly. Back for another hour after news here on WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.